What are we going to start with? What are we going to start with? I think we, we start should with start with Teal. Quartz and Teal. Quartz and Teal. What is Teal's agent like thing called again? His like a Palantir. Re- Palantir. Yeah. All this yeah, stuff yeah. is named after Lord of the Rings bullshit. Yeah. This is a fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Like Lord of the Rings stuff is always like just fucked though. Like because at the core of so. a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff is like a heap and ho- load of racism. We're going to get a pushback from this from like the Tolkien stands or whatever. But, I, guess, I guess so. It's fine. Like, like Tolkien literally said that the, uh, uh, the dwarves and their love of jewels remind him of the Semitic peoples. <laughs> 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 so, you know. They're just... I never read... The, I tried to read the books when I was young. They're really long. And then just, like... Could, just stop doing that. And the movies are also really long. The men from the east as well are also just like in tattered rags and swarthy. Oh. And uh, it's, it's I was old. watching the new Beatles documentary. Yeah, that's like Lord of the Rings. It was also directed by Peter Jackson. Oh, that's true. And it's actually. just really long. And I'm just like, that's what he does. That's what this Peter is just Jackson what he thinks. Does. Hobbits. This is just like two hours of Hobbits in the extended edition, <laughs> extended cut <laughs> oh, Beatles, Beatles documentary. documentary. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Hobbits are like. But like that, that was that was the. Um, that was it. Like, I remember the Lord of the Rings movies being really long, and I'm like, okay, I kind of read the Lord of the Rings. It's like a weird rambling text from the 30s. It's like, it can be long. And then I saw his, like, King Kong movie that had, like, a three-hour runtime and four different endings happening concurrently. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, this is what Peter Jackson does. Just can't <laughs> fucking self-edit. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. 2022, Lord of the Rings. You get, you, come on. Uh, give, give, give me something nowhere. here. <laughs> Oh, Rob's tired. Yep. Hey, but I showed up. You did. Uh, unlike the other two who are tired and didn't show up. Yep. 2022, we're showing up, folks. <laughs> That's the slogan. 2022, <laughs> we're showing up. We are present. 2022, uh, attendance <laughs> check. <laughs> attendance check. Yeah, first podcast of 2022. Two of the regular hosts are missing. It's the attendance year. Yeah, fucking good job. We, we're... We're batting 100 over here. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about the news or some yeah, shit. Yeah, we can <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> we, haven't, we, haven't we haven't talked about the news in a while. All right, I all missed, right. I got to say, I missed, I did miss the news a little bit. Oh, you missed the news? Yeah, yeah. You missed all I, your friends? When I was just, yeah, when I was home, just people being like, only like just walking around my, my parents' living room thinking to myself things like, she squat my 400 pounds till I goofy. And then... <laughs> Then I like was on the bus to the airport, and I'd be like, "I wonder if there's a fishing tycoon who's uh, recreated the world of Cars Two in a post-industrial Estonian city." That's, that's what I'm going to think about from now on. You're just like you're just like improving mega recaps. Like, what would Kieran say if he was here? What bullshit would he tell me about? Yeah, yeah elections in some in some country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, it's all just, come in 2022 on, on on the plane you're just like in a notebook drawing your own like aggregated polling <laughs> just like lines going up and down mm-hmm. oh red line party's not doing great <laughs> this blue line party oh. that'd be a great nerdy thing to do when i was a kid i made lots of charts of like the like just ordered the states by like population and size and stuff and just was like write it down what? Yeah, yeah. I, I was watching digimon what the fuck are you I think I would make maps too of cool oh, I make maps now. I should have made opinion polls. <laughs> that would be some real Europe mindset. But I hadn't been uh, I hadn't been exposed to a um European culture um in the way and 
I think if there's anything I've learned in 2022, or did I learn in 2021? Bring it into 2022. What did you learn in 2021? That international exchange is a beautiful thing. Oh, a beautiful, (laughs) treasured thing. (laughs) And it brings the best out in people. Yeah, such as? You think you like Tucker Carlson hanging out in Hungary? Sure, (laughs) sure. But I honestly think that the Germans are the chosen people. Oh, okay, here and we they go. just they don't have the chosen land. Oh, and, and they when they <laughs> when they set foot in America, yeah, they find like as the, your, as the conquistadors as the conquistadors search for the fountain of youth. Certain Germans, when they get off the the air, they uh, get off the airplane in San Diego, yeah, and they see their first palm tree. They 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 realize they found the fountain of swag. They get to their knees and weep. Yeah, and they just become the best version of themselves. But unfortunately for the world, because the world's in a bad place, yeah, they can only use their powers for evil. Oh yeah, yeah. and air travel is limited at the moment. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, at least they're having fun. <laughs> they're they're having a great time. <laughs> that's that's my uh, that's my that's your opening my statement. two cents. Yeah. yeah. Is what we're bringing into 2022 slogan we're showing up or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> <laughs> just the scene from ferris bueller just like <laughs> yeah yeah you know honestly that's the real radical thing to show up and sit just in class there. you can fall asleep yeah you know it's a substitute teacher he's probably gonna play harry potter or whatever they play in, in <laughs> we're gonna play harry we watch a lot of harry potter movies in high school man they just oh yeah they just, the, well, put it on. the 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 that's crt more, tv that's and... more subversive actually with yeah we were in then going on a, a twee romp through the, your through your city the protestants <laughs> through your host were, city from a little <laughs> suburban kid protestants were allowed to watch uh, 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 harry potter we weren't can we watch elf again even though it's march <laughs> <laughs> sure you don't need to learn physics <laughs> there's a lot of hungover teachers <laughs> in your past isn't there? <laughs> yeah no, my favorite thing about like the, the the watching movies in class thing is, was there were always movies that were longer than the period that you were. Oh in. Yeah, 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 and I missed it, and I'm like, I don't want to watch the last 25 minutes of Contact in physics class. Can we? <laughs> can we? Can we learn something? No, All right. no. It's always just like I cut off like an hour into the uh, 90 minute movie, and it's like, well, I'm not going to watch the 30 minutes by myself <laughs> in this age before on the dema- before on demand streaming. <laughs> So, uh, uh, welcome to welcome to Corner Spady. Hey, hey, hey! It's your weekly episode. Yeah, it's, uh, it's me, Karen. I'm here with Rob, as you can probably uh, guess. Yep. Uh, uh, this 2022 is Rob. 2022 <laughs> Rob, which is different. He's taller. Um, you can't see it at home, but he is slower. Taller. Slower brain functioning. <laughs> Heavily, he's I'm pacing. Be My brain is pacing itself. Yeah, yeah. This is um, this is your New Year's resolution: is to be hungover for every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it'd be kind of fun. That's what I'm saying. I think I, I think I I think I made this pitch to Nick and Julia last night when they were in my apartment like it'll be fun we're all gonna be, we're gonna be <laughs> fucked up yeah. uh. that is european culture you know the french have you know wine with lunch and uh, uh we here in berlin are just completely just always hung over never drunk yeah yep living the best life <laughs> yeah. uh. uh no i sit at home and watch uh, red x-men comics nice yeah they Did have you, their own nation state now they're doing mutant israel it's very um 
weird. <laughs> Did you wait like new ones? Yeah, the new ones. Yeah. So you hadn't read them before? That's like well, they kind the of rebooted stuff. it in 2019, and I'm uh, just cashing up. I didn't know that. How's the how's the art? How's the art design? It's f- fine. I mean, like the the duopoly fucking comic books. I don't really go for for the art. What does that mean, duopoly? The, oh, the the Marvel two companies that like DC? run comics, basically. Are those them? Yeah, Marvel, Marvel oh, okay, and DC. Nice. Uh, um, you know, their their art is always like very good, but not like never like wow that art. It was it, I don't know. Like, there's got to be like a film equivalent of like, yeah, that was like shot well, the color grading was fine, blah blah blah, but not in such a way that I'm like, wow, that cinematography was really great. Mm. You know, it functions. And delivers the yeah. story or whatever. So Dune. I don't know. I've seen Dune. <laughs> no, Dune was fine. Dune was fine. I'm, like, I, I'm, I, I I'm messing. I'm messing with you. The cinematography of the like Marvel movies, I guess, are also like that. They're not ever like, wow, I was really impressed, but it was like, I sure watched a film. No, I get motion sickness watching Marvel movies. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Marvel movies are bullying Rob. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, um I guess our first piece of news on the agenda that we should talk about. Right. Actually, get around to doing this. Right. Uh, uh, Top story of 2022. Actually, okay. So, for people, a little peek behind the curtain. We haven't recorded an episode since like December 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, we're going to just do like a, a kind of episode where we catched up with all the s- substantial stuff that happened. Uh, um, like. The Egyptian billionaire that like basically owned Euronews has sold all his shares to like Victor Orban's family. So Oh. All right. <laughs> That's the thing that happened. Sure. Yeah, let's see what happens there. Um I being the only person who watches Euronews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Kieran like, was watching the the Euronews New Year's Rock and Eve last night where <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a college Orban's, Orban's uh, 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 third least third favorite son-in-law was, got, got a little tipsy on the broadcast Ooh. oh he did yeah. he shared shared a few too many thoughts about uh, this, <laughs> about, I, I love, about the I love, Ottoman Empire I love this is what you think happens on Euro, Euro News I'm here sitting being like this is far too high budget for Euro News they can't afford like a drunk Hungarian on their channel that won't they, that won't fly um yeah, but like it's me and like hundreds of dentist offices um, mm. watch Euro News. Um, but okay, the big thing is Sebastian Kurtz getting mm-hmm. used to his uh, uh, private life, moving moving into uh, better things, greener pastures. He is. Uh, so the latest I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong, is he is moving to Silicon Valley. We don't know where. What's what city? Is he, he's living in San Francisco. Is he, is he's not he, moving to Oakland. Is he gentrifying the, the Mission District? Is he having a nice suburban house in like Palo Alto? We don't know yet. Californians to listen to the show. He's moved, the actually, Oscar is he? Of. I I think so. He's going to work for Peter Thiel. Yeah, the Peter Thiel, German one of the one of the trailblazers of of Germans sucking the life force out of America <laughs> to become more powerful than their fucking Kartoffel friends could ever imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's like the the ultimate. I'll show you. I'm gonna. Maybe. I'm gonna go to America and. <laughs> yeah, really, like, uh, you won't let me do my eugenics business here. I'm gonna take it to the U.S. Um, so he's gonna work as a global advisor, I believe, for Peter <laughs> Thiel's Palantir company. He's gonna show Peter Thiel the Gylo mobile. <laughs> <laughs> the secret. Um, I guess it's not that secretive. Um, private security data analysis company. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I I thought they moved to L.A. though. I gotta look that up. Oh, they're probably well, gonna like, move to Texas like everyone else. Palantir. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Oh I no, I think they're in L.A. Actually. No. 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 Oh, you're, you're, all your guesses so far are wrong. G- uh, give me another like San, San overly Diego. gentrified bullshit city of America. No, not Austin. But not yes. Austin and not in California. Um, you're going to have one guess before I tell you. I don't know. Detroit. <laughs> Denver. Ah. Denver, Colorado. Really? Yeah, that's where Palantir Technologies wow. is. Denver. Yeah. Gonna but to, his, gonna have to ruminate uh, his, on that. Is Sebastian Quartz going to live in Denver? His venture capital fund, Peter uh, Thiel's venture capital fund, is based in San Francisco. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. So no no word yet on where Quartz is going to live. Is he going to... Well, you know, this will be your, your number one source. Yeah. Uh, um, we will We will follow this story to the very end. Yeah. I think that... So I don't know if he's actually going to stay there very long. I want to th- I want to ask your opinion on this because okay. you wrote quite eloquently about the uh, the the modern day tithe that is paid to celebrities. <laughs> um, I thought of you. I should when, promote that article I wrote more. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put it we'll put it in the description. Okay, um, a tithe that is paid to celebrities by tech companies that you somehow got bullied into having a subscription for. Yeah, whether it's Netflix or the new one is Masterclass. The last three former presidents, <laughs> other than Donald Trump. All now have a master class, including Hillary Clinton. I know. Yeah. A master so class in perseverance. The last four real presidents. Like uh, at that last, point you're just like paying, at that point you're just paying ninety euro for like a Netflix main documentary. Like what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Prestige yeah. boutique documentary. Yeah, and that's the modern form of you paying your dues to the to your betters. Yeah. And this is a version of that for Sebastian Kurtz. He goes to go to California and you know it's not the it's not for popular consumption it's more for like conservative power players maybe who are investing in things like palantir being like oh you got you got a good friend sebastian you know mm-hmm. he, he was doing good work for us over there and they don't know where austria is on a map but they're just not they're, they're just bullshitting they're like yeah over there in europe <laughs> yeah, you see you say this but rob i want to i want to i want to cast your back to uh, um I would say early, uh, I guess this would have been early 2000s, uh, um, maybe mid 2000s, when a certain a certain disease was uh, um, sweeping the nation of uh, uh, the UK, the United Kingdom, called Clegomania. Oh. Where Nick. I thought you were going to say mad cow disease. No, that was also there <laughs> and might still be there and might explain everything about the British psyche currently is the amount of fucking cannibalistic mm. cow prions mm-hmm, in their mm-hmm. brain. That's what ended the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Seriously, we're, we're just going to find out that their whole brain cavities is lead. Um, but, 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 but. The. Nick Clegg, leader of the Lib Dem party in the early 2000s, was was real hot to trot. It was doing that like real Democrat politics thing where like uh, uh, moms in suburban towns would insist that this doughy man was hot. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. And they were really like, uh, they got a huge portion of the vote. They ended up being kingmakers in, in, the, in the coalition government that would form. Uh, uh, they sided with the Tories and then they were destroyed for rising you know fees and stuff like that but nick clegg was the face of that cleggomania mm. as it was called it's my favorite phoenix song <laughs> <laughs> and uh do you know what nick clegg's job is now sir actually sorry sir nicholas william peter Cre- clegg you know what um, his current job is he is 
Alan Dershowitz's butler. I don't know. <laughs> Vice President for Global Affairs and Communications at Facebook. Wow. Good for him. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. And has been since 2018. Just a British accent will get you far in California. So this is a, a and sorry, I should say he's now, you know, Vice President of Global Affairs and Communications at Meta. Mm. Uh, um, but, you know, this is, this is, this is Kurtz's future. And also it makes sense. Like, you know, Facebook is going to get some like middle of the road, milk toast liberal who, you know, doesn't look like shit compared to everyone else in his field. Um, Peter Thiel and Palantir is going to get a psychotic youth yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the, the European milieu. Like, yeah. this is like Kurtz is fucking twisted Nick Clegg. He is yeah. like fucked up Nick Clegg. He's going to have so much fun at Burning Man next year. I, absolutely. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's, he's going to roll up at the fucking Gylo mobile. <laughs> And everyone's going to be like a Gylo a Gylo camp. They're going to have their own camp. (laughs) He's going to like everyone's going to be like Google translating the fucking the fucking decal on the side in his van, being like, "What does that van say?" Black make horny. Um, (laughs) They're gonna. But okay, my question is, how long is this going to last? Actually, because there's been there have been there have been rumors hmm. that he could be plotting. I don't know if I understand that it's a cushy a cushy gig for Prince Harry or whoever to go to California and just you know hang out with your new friends yeah but sebastian Kurtz is pretty young mm-hmm. and i feel like he does have those ambitions yeah and it's not like austrian politics is like a stable situation no, and no. in six months they could be clamoring for old, i mean donald trump's got to wait four years to for his for his grand comeback oh that yeah, may yeah. or may not happen but sebastian Kurtz. You know, a government could fail here, a little crisis there, and then he could fly directly from Burning Man. He could realize our oft-discussed dream (laughs) of the European Trump, European Goa Trump, (laughs) (laughs) and he'll just go right back into power in Austria. I do. uh, That just reminded me of a great tweet I saw over the Christmas break that was a European type of guy wondering why America doesn't call for a snap election. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they simply? Um, Well, if I were... If I were you. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it might Okay, so here's my here's my just like stupid So this is like the dumbest prediction, therefore I feel like it's the one most likely to happen, which is he's gonna get his job in Palantir and, and like he's gonna use his influence and money with like Peter Thiel's money, who now is like, you know, bought up uh, um What's her name? Who did the podcast with Virgil, Texas? Uh, um, oh yeah, they, there were there were a few people. It was yeah, Brianna Joy Gray and Glenn Greenwald. And yeah, Palantir is like funding a bunch of damn. like supposedly left wing yeah. podcasts. So gonna be, he's they gonna funded use... the hit Netflix movie. Don't look up. <laughs> um, so he's going to use his money and connections to like I don't know, make it so there isn't an extradition extradition treaty to yeah. Austria. Mr. Peter Thiel, could you please finance American Eurovision for us? We, are, we will host <laughs> I mean, yeah, the official probably. podcast of Amerovision. Yes. If that happens, yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have the uh the, the the yodel singer with the chickens from Austria be the official California <laughs> contestant. We are we are the internet's only a hundred percent straight Amerovision podcast. Uh. Um 
Yeah, but he's just going to campaign for there being no extradition treaty to Austria as all these like weird corruption scam things. Come yeah, out. I don't know. Who knows? It's uh, it's it's uh, the, the the Iron Throne is a uh, is a hot potato right now. I don't, <laughs> that's uh, that's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, third metaphor. That just right came there. out of my head. <laughs> Like, I'm very tired, and I just said the Iron Throne's a hot potato. It's not about the Iron Thrones that are hot potatoes. It's about the coups along the way. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> you miss 100% of the coups you don't take. I just, I think there's more in store for, for uh, hair quotes. I mean, um, I, like, I'm also thinking that, but I, I also feel like it's very hopeful thinking. I just, like, one of the most entertaining characters on this continent and it's just like yeah. it's like it's we're like, jealous we just don't want to lose him going going you know? to yeah going to game of thrones i hate when my friends move away like yeah, it no, was, it's, I, th- I thought we were, I thought we were gonna hang out in berlin it's the game of thrones <laughs> reference of just like i can't it's believe been, my favorite character just got killed off like, <laughs> it's, been, it's been covid we've barely been able to hang out yeah, <laughs> is, this, is this a real person i think this is a real person um i don't know we'll see again it, it depends who knows who knows Okay, it boils down to the question, which I feel like no one has the proper answer to. How much is being the prime minister of a, a smallish European country worth yeah. in our in our brave new world? Maybe it's more. It's better to be, you know, Peter Thiel's um, uh, right hand man. Maybe yeah. that's maybe maybe you're getting maybe, maybe you're better set up for our for our brave new future. I, um, but I'm not sure. I think he's. Uh, uh, this is the new like going into an arc that was always right for him which is to become bond villain mm. he's always had that like slicked back hair look yep. and like but he's just, he's just too young for it yep so now aging here he comes in, aging into it gracefully yeah i like okay no actually no hang on imagine like sebastian kurtz but as one of those like leathery tanned like weirdos who are on like uh, uh, italian beaches and stuff like that <laughs> Is like looking like that. <laughs> now you tell me that man doesn't own three nuclear submarines. <laughs> like that man owns three nuclear submarines. But like he yeah. has to be like sixty something first. <laughs> he needs time to buy yeah. those nuclear submarines. But this, so regardless of the geopolitical machinations, yeah. there's also the possibility that he just has so much fun in the U.S. Yeah. Now I, I'm an American who left, was just back for Christmas. Love my family, love my friends. Yeah. But I cannot, it's like, I cannot stay in that godforsaken land for, for longer than, for too long. Yeah, but that's because you're, you're like in cold, shitty America. You need to be Maybe. in like, sun America. But I do think that like, Germans in particular, as I said, with the, with the fountain of swag. Oh, yeah. They just, they just love it. And they're, they're the only ones enjoying American culture. Everyone else is a, is a miserable, uh, uh, freelance journalist uh, living in an overpriced apartment in Brooklyn mm. writing things about how uh, Olivia Rodrigo is uh, uh, disappropriating Tourette's the experience of Tourette's <laughs> people they are they are miserable yeah <laughs> and the Germans <laughs> all right we haven't even mentioned Lou Vega yet but no, Lou Vega, it's all connected Lou Vega is a is a is a Munich boy yeah you know just just hanging out and he literally said when he went to Miami, he just like yeah. fell in love with music. Just, and he, he just like when he when he reached that those golden shores, he just something sparked in him. Yeah. And they're the the Germans are the only ones actually enjoying America. My my um I will never forget this moment. I think I tweeted about it, but when I found out 
Lou Bega was German. And then I told my wife, hey, did you know Lou Bega, the Mambo Number no. 5 guy, is German? And she was like, I guess that makes sense because those are all the most German women's names possible. <laughs> 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 Wait, what are the names? I, have, I don't remember. A little bit of Tina, Monica. Monica. Um, they're all just like really just stereotypical German names. <laughs> German women's names. A little bit of Hildegard by my side. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like modern German women's names. Like I think Lisa is in there Lisa, as well. Which sure. like every like every second German white woman in the city is called Lisa. A little bit of... Isa, a little bit of Isa, a little bit of Louisa, a little bit of Louisa. <laughs> it's like how many? Fourteen more lines in the scores. <laughs> <laughs> this man's just listed women. Um, yeah, like okay, to to something that like Nick has said before on this podcast that I think is uh, kind of relevant to what you're talking about about how like the only person he thinks they can really take C- the CDU into like a new direction mm-hmm. is that they need a Jeremy fragrance. Sure. They another, need, like, another, another man who is been christened by America. Yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like how when a Pokemon needs to hold the fire stone, it's like, yeah, they, yeah. Like they go, the, 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 this Pokemon will only evolve by trading. Yep. You know, you have to yep. trade it with yep. America yep. and then it comes back as this yep. like, fragrant fragrance influencer on tiktok you know i know nato just set that up to make us buy both games but you know (laughs) maybe it was uh maybe there's some good in it yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) but the but sebastian kurtz is becoming is like is going to become a jeremy fagrance type character in in america maybe yeah maybe it's possible the 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 the, the, the stars are aligned whether it will happen or not i don't know which is the problem because jeremy fragrance is a great example because on a personal level as from from an American perspective, mm. I look at him and I'm just I'm happy for that that Kartoffa to to just be living his best life. He yeah. seems so happy. To him, and, not only hide then, his, to not only hide his German name but also his Polish name. <laughs> <laughs> what is Israel? He has like a, he has two um, a German name and a Polish name. But as a as a my German side, yeah. or just and especially when you hear him speak German, I'll just like this fucking piece of shit all about this fucking douchey <laughs> fucking asshole because in in theory this should be a beautiful thing to let one's you know to to, to reach one's um potential potential in life mm. but we live in a dark world yes where to reach your potential means to become evil yeah and all these people can only fulfill their power the only way they can they can they can use their newfound power is in evil ways yeah does that lead us to uh, uh, Kieran's pitch for Please. season two of Corner Spady, which I'm, I'm just going to call this. season two. We're, <laughs> we're only in. Fuck? Dude, it's, it's, it's long season. Like, this isn't your bullshit Netflix original <laughs> series thing with 10 episodes. Now, nah, this is like a stupid reality TV show that they bought that has 25 episodes per season. Let's fucking go. Um, yeah. 200 episodes per season. 200 episodes. Look, the best TV always has that. The best TV never ends. It's like I can't watch TV. <laughs> this is why I can only watch. watch TV and not watch movies. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is uh, the last time we recorded was like December tenth, and mm. uh, the cold open on that episode that was just last week for the listeners uh, was us discussing the Polish concert that was go- that was held by the Ministry of Justice. Uh, uh, and held for the Polish troops, right? That was going to have, I believe, a coalition of different European troops because so they had different flags on their. On I their believe so, uniforms. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, Mostly they're all Polish, under the command of the Polish. Because like the UK sent like a hundred troops, yeah, and it's like, all right, 
this is apparently this is not this is Brexit. the real unifying factor of Europe. Yeah, yeah this is but yeah. like Brexit. Brexit doesn't include doesn't include sending no. troops to the, to the Polish border. No, no, of course, no, this is a racism <laughs> exception. Uh, um, they fought Boris. You know, Boris tried tried to he tried to do full Brexit, but the fucking tricky the tricky <laughs> EU but, diplomats but in Brussels they included that racism exception. No, they they knew the one thing he couldn't resist. <laughs> they got a French negotiator in there, and he was like, "Ah, what's about the racism? You want to do the racism?" And uh, Boris was like, "Well, yes, 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 we do. Uh, um, they'll they'll go to war over fishing rights, but." Um, yeah, so they held this concert in support of the troops who were defending not something like real or serious, defending the Polish-Belarusian border yeah. from like the stupid situation of Belarus supposedly weaponizing migrants, which for anyone who has like a brain for two seconds would realize, well, it, like... It's only weaponized because you hate the yeah, migrants. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you don't hate the migrants, you know, Lukashenko doesn't win. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, if you haven't been hearing about them in the news lately, it's because it has, like, petered out. Uh, uh, Lukashenko said that he would repatriate, uh, repatriate the, like, uh, um, the Syrian and Afghan people in his borders back to, like, Syria and Afghanistan, respectively, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, However, there are some people in limbo who, when he agreed to do that, were on the Polish side of the border. The Polish authorities don't want to acknowledge they exist. Mm. Uh, uh, the Belarusians are like, we're not taking them back. So now they're just kind of like, yeah, freezing in uh, eastern Poland, basically. Uh, it's a dark situation. Uh, is it, isn't that what that show Squid Game was about? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Winning. The, when you win, you're just like freezing in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, resulting in this situation... But, like, naturally, the response to this by uh, um, society, uh, government, various institutions is to hold, like, a Europop concert <laughs> with Munich boy Lubega. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, last ketchup pulled out due to backlash by the yeah. average Spaniard being like, this is a terrible thing to mm-hmm. do, don't do it. Uh, um, I found out... When we last recorded, this had only been announced. Since then, it has actually happened, and there was recordings and whatnot. Found out uh, um, since that, like, schools in, like, eastern Poland were, like, commandeered so that they could watch the... uh, um, So the troops could watch the performance on, like, a TV that was rolled in because the teacher was too hungover that day kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, at the same time, I've also found out that members of ace of base the uh, neo-nazi band uh, yeah. <laughs> showed up and gave performances yeah. and speeches they were doing like a mishima style they, <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were telling <laughs> telling the troops to reclaim what's rightfully theirs <laughs> to defend the sovereign to defend glorious europe just uh, just singing you know uh, uh, all that she wants and then like <laughs> all the pictures are of like syrians and stuff uh, it's like it's ridiculously so the thing I'm pitching about, like, the Dark Lubega arc is this horrific and dark rightward shift of just open xenophobia. Like, I, I genuinely feel like when we started this podcast, there would have been tact not to do this. Like, they would have just been like, this is a little bit much. We can't do this. This is stupid. <laughs> we can't get the Mamba number five guy up there to, like, sing to a bunch of people who are going to attack, like, you know, families. Um... 
but now they now they are and now we just have like this insane hawkishness particularly towards russia because mm-hmm. as we mentioned in this podcast and as we can talk about a little bit more um europe doesn't care about china and uh, isn't really like buying into this whole china as our enemy thing um but russia russia still is so yeah that's that's kind of the pitch and also france's election year is also resulting in like a very both hawkish and european macron and like french political Mm -hmm. atmosphere as well um yeah well you know that might come off as kind of uh pessimistic you know that the uh it's gonna be weird the uh (laughs) where where powers accumulated in this world is being used with less and less you know or more and more discretion you know less and less uh uh counter forces being able to check yeah um what powerful people can can kind of do on a whim but thankfully um the uh the always existing negative side of the dialectic the force the revolutionary current in the world is uh ar- is articulating itself clearly it's aware it's a left-wing communist movement it's not at all a confused miasma of conspiracy and fear and <laughs> just just absolute like like harrowing darkness that you're all alone in this world and <laughs> it's, it's, not that. it's very clearly organized and you know people are all in it together and are aware of the dynamics rob's coming thankfully. down in a bad way right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying it's good it's a good thing that we have <laughs> that, that, anyone get a bump Rob? <laughs> it's i'm saying it's a it's good it's it's Is good it? that that's it's the good, resistance that we're all we, we are we all got to figure it out it's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> dark Lubega arc. Dark Lubega arc, season two. Lubega <laughs> heel turn. Uh, it's just, it's just maddening that this is like, that this is the face of, <laughs> of all of this. That like, whether he likes it or not, which is, as far as I can tell, he's largely indifferent to the whole thing. Lou Bega. Yeah, he's just selling, he has a new album. He has a new album called like, uh, like, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> crooner season seven. <laughs> His 42nd Sing, studio album. Singing the Christmas hits. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a, he has a, he, for the, um, he has an album just for the second advent, <laughs> a whole a whole album of songs just for second advent like, because that's a you know untapped market and he's just trying to promote it. I mean, it's just like okay, so I guess what I'm trying to pitch to you, Rob, as an American, is imagine if the face of like the Iraq War was like Michael Bublé. Mm, <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful, is it? Yeah. Uh because like the stuff happening in like Ukraine and Russia at the moment. Because this is you were you were saying you were saying to me before we recorded that like. Basically, basically during the Christmas break, both Americans and Europeans were just asking you, like, so are we going to run war yeah. with Russia? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't, am I supposed to, was this on the test? Was I supposed to learn about this? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't, I mean, there was, they're always talking some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever Nick and Yulia told me last. Um, no, but everyone was like, oh, yeah, World War Three is about to happen. That's what, that's what, uh, I was going to say Chris Cuomo, but he... <laughs> That's what Don Lemon was telling me on the mm. TV. Uh, do you know anything about this? I was like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why everyone's talking about this. Do you want to talk about the, uh, um, I don't know, the <laughs> the elections in in the Czech Republic? Instead? <laughs> yeah, no, do you want to talk about uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to talk about uh, protests in the Netherlands? No, Russia. Okay, That's, yeah, yeah, don't don't, don't have much on that. But because oh, like yeah, in in general, I think there's probably a lot more like pertinent shit happening. Um, <laughs> there's a lot more pertinent shit happening in the world, uh, um, and a lot of this is also getting like. Ossicated, like, so, like, the other thing that was, like, irking me about this is, like, dominating the news was, um, I don't know if you saw, but, like, Memorial, that, like, NGO in, uh, uh, Russia being, like, closed down, um, that was, no. like, all over France 24, Euro News, like, mm-hmm. DW as well, like Deutsche Welle. Kieran's like, favorite smart TV channel. The hits, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> You're just the, playing on a loop. Kieran actually has seven smart TVs. I have split screen set up, and they're like, "You can't do this unless it's sports." And I'm like, it looks oh, like a, baby, <laughs> I can." Kieran's living room is like a like a Buffalo Wild Wings, like a typical <laughs> sports bar, but it's just <laughs> it's all tuned to various like. Yeah, yeah. It's um, like it's like it's like Hooters, and then all the waitresses are just like steampunk <laughs> <laughs> girls. Steampunk like okay we were talking about hentai earlier but steampunk <laughs> is genuinely for perverts <laughs> uh i'm coming out hard on steampunk here hard against steampunk um taking taking no, no, no steampunk <laughs> putting that in the notebook the um but no, like, okay, yeah, so the media arm of NATO was basically saying, mm. like, talking big about, like, oh, Memorial was shut down, blah, blah, blah. And, like, the the conversation on Twitter that day was just, like, demanding that I have, like, an opinion or a take on it. I was like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I don't care about NGOs. They they don't do yeah, yeah. anything. <laughs> no, come on, dude. Yeah. NGO, you, it's kind of hypocritical. Um that you say black lives matter but ngo lives matter <laughs> oh yeah they're all uh, dead i'm getting a job ads. i'm getting a job for for the the boycott beijing olympics 2022 <laughs> they're paying me so much money to say things like that yeah to say all, all you know ratio me all you want that's more money i get i get paid per reply <laughs> per quote tweet <laughs> <laughs> i get paid extra for quote tweets oh, 1.25 that's overtime Time and a half um but like it it's yeah, like this, I like I can't care about it because it's also like, well, what the fuck do you want us to do? Like, I have, I'm in such a situation where I have fucking no sway over what happens internally in Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the average Russian does not have sway over yeah. what happens in Russia, and like, like it, all of this exists to be like, oh, you should you should talk to your MP or your TD yep. or whatever the Bundestag to like, we need to put more pressure on Russia. It's like I'm pretty sure we put the like maximum amount of pressure <laughs> beyond like nuking Sevastopol or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was feeling a little uneasy, and then I watched Kanzler Olaf Scholz's New Year's address, uh-huh. and I thought to myself. This man can tame the Asiatic beast. He can tame the unruly slab. God damn it! Yeah, because like at the same time, there's a, um, a bunch of ali- NATO alliance forces are being like pushed into Romania and Bulgaria as uh, well. Yeah. So that's another thing. I, I just I don't why why do, why are you why do you care? It's why called you... the Enhanced Forward Presence po- Program. Yeah, fucking nineteen eighty four ass title. Um. Yeah. Is that actually the name? The enhanced what? Enhanced forward presence. Enhanced forward presence. 
Like, dude, when I'm having trouble getting it up, I use that. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> wow, enhanced forward presence. That's what I... Um, That's putting is, NATO troops uh, into is, Romania. And is that what uh, pickup artists have rebranded as? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're really I'm not harassing make... you. I'm not harassing you. This is enhanced forward <laughs> we're presence. We're really trying to make pickup artistry woke now. <laughs> You know the thing that says that women aren't capable of our own <laughs> rational thought? Yeah, we're making that woke now. Um, God fucking damn it. But yeah. Yeah, you know, at least we're here. 2022, we yeah. showed up. Yeah, we showed up. <laughs> we 2022, where we have, we have presence. It might we be enhanced. I don't know if it's enhanced or forward. But we're here to... We're, we're present. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're here and so is a bunch of new NATO troops <laughs> on the eastern flank. Um, yeah, uh, David Ignatius is also was writing opinion pieces in the Washington Post about how they're constructing a Ukrainian stay behind army oh. in Ukraine. Nice. Are they supposed to talk about that? I thought that's. They're meant to talk about that. <laughs> you know, people used to have a little discretion. All right, people yeah. used to. <laughs> no, but now we get Lubega on stage to now talk. We get Lubega shouting out the stay behind network. Yeah, that's what he's. Ca- that's what the. Uh, um, that's all the people, like all the women he's named. Those yeah, are actually yeah. code names yeah. for uh, code name Monica. <laughs> code name. <laughs> I knew. I need. If we're gonna keep doing this reference, I need to bring up the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, and like, and then the same time, like we're getting into this weird sense of like the Greens are in government, like really trying to undo like any kind of uh, uh, appeasement diplomacy that Germany has done with Russia. Sure, which. Not great, and we know what the 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 German Greens do when they, you know, want to be responsible. Yep. They 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 invade somewhere. Well, you know what they say: only only Nixon could go to China, and only uh only Lubega can go to <laughs> only Sebastopol. <laughs> only uh, uh, a pog, a thought, a nasty hoe. Yeah. <laughs> like Frau Baerbock could <laughs> tame the Asiatic beast. Hold off, you can't do it anymore. I'm sorry, it's not. Baerbock is it's not, not Elena's. It's not Elena's turn. Uh, uh, Baerbock is uh, not one of the names uh, 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 mentioned in Lupin is num- Mamba Number Five. That's true. So that's that true. It would be a good name. That's a good. Well, that's too German. They it's have, too. They, they, yeah, it's, they got to ride. They got to ride the. It was. A, the it, fine was a, line. it was a fine line. I'm just going to give you the names now. Monica. Please. All right, Monica. Erica. Okay. Rita. Yeah, getting a nod there. That's a very German. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tina. Uh huh. Tina. Tina, very German. Yeah. Sandra. Okay. Yep. Sandra. Yep. Uh, Mary and Jessica. I don't know any Jessicas. Yeah. Hmm. Was that, I feel like the tw- that was the last one mentioned. So if you like, it was like, oh, fuck, I need to, yeah. <laughs> need to not make this so obviously German. <laughs> yeah. Lubega had a, had a very intense two week relationship with the, with the Jessica from, from, <laughs> from Miami, from, from yeah, yeah, from <laughs> from uh, from Michigan. <laughs> While he was in Miami, Exotic just added added her into the song. I was a uh, 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 the, <laughs> the pulsating Latin rhythms of Michigan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have this. Okay, so this is this is one aspect of the Dark Lubega arc, which is this like this hawkishness towards. Russia, but also I feel like a very uniquely European hawkishness because then we get into the whole like, you know, and the face of this being Macron, uh, um, not buying America's bullshit on China mm. um, a little bit, which is uh, uh, it's become clear now that only the USA, Australia, UK, and Canada 
are going to be boycotting the Chinese, the Beijing Winter Olympics. And Which seems crazy to me. Are they really going to go through with that? Well, the last Olympics boycott was eighty. The what in the eighties? Like the, the, the Soviet with the one, Soviet one yeah, over Which the invasion is, you know, of Afghanistan. When, right. When we're talking Cold War, that's a big. That's big. a big. That's a big like, standard to reach. I don't know. I just feel like they might. They might. They might back out. First is tragedy. Second is farce. Welcome to the farce fucking yep. Olympic boycott, yep. <laughs> where like France has basically successfully curtailed the rest of Europe not mm. to boycott. And he says there's going to be its own European response, which is probably just going to manifest as like a sternly worded letter. Please, more Belt and Road. Thank you. Like, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So we're getting into this kind of situation. He's also talking like with Olaf Schultz about how Europe needs to spend more. Um, He's saying like Europe needs to have its like own presence in the world and on the stage and all this kind of rhetoric, which can be like just it's an election year in France and he just needs to say this shit. Mm-hmm. But also within every French person, especially French politician, lurks the you know the De Gaulleist, <laughs> <laughs> which in a certain way I respect. In the <laughs> sense, it's like it's the certain level of discipline where Macron is like. No, I'm a, I'm not going to. I could go to California and run. I could, <laughs> I could, I would, I would be CEO of Netflix in yeah. two weeks. Yeah, but he's yeah. like, no, I have. We have untapped potential within yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> let let the curses of the world go off to fucking Denver. He's he spitting on Kurtz's image. He said, <laughs> "You disgust me." Yeah. <laughs> um, How for, dare you? For naturally, in the Frenchman's mind, <laughs> in an elevated Frenchman's mind, Austria should and uh, should take its rightful place as the vassal state. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will take your wife as a new Marie Antoinette. <laughs> do not, do not cross me. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're getting, we're getting like the return of De Gaulleism. To, sure, like, why not? Why not? Like, first is talk about first is tragedy, second is farce. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the new De Gaulle is just. I'm like I'm looking forward to like, uh, um, you know the the CIA believing its own bullshit and then for years trying to give Macron Havana mm. syndrome. <laughs> it's like it's it's a reboot of Carlos the Jackal, but he just has a giant Havana syndrome gun. It's like, he's just following Macron around. Just trying to get a right, the right sight lines in in Paris. To... Guns just made of like it's like a, a <laughs> it's like a secondary school play prop. It's like made of gray paper. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a um, that's kind of like my pitch for like Dark Lubega arc is just like the absurdest face of like a rightward shift. Because the other thing happening in France as well, I should mention, is that like since we last talked about France. Perez is like really like is continuously performing well in the polls mm-hmm. and i did see a great headline that i feel like sums up my whole opinion on the french election is like at this point no matter who wins france is having a rightward shift mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if it's Zemmour, Perez, or macron like wins re-election it's a rightward shift um and that's like the same all over europe like there's the supposedly like social democracy revitalization where there's like more uh, center-left governments in in europe like they, this is like europe elects brain where they count mm. like germany is this oh yeah 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 and like there's rising like uh, uh, the social democratic party of like lithuania is also doing really well and they're like counted in this is but it's all like 
farcical center left parties that are no longer in any way yeah, sort of I, that was that was the second most common what's the dog at the door there's a the second most common <laughs> um question i got which is like oh you have a new uh, uh left uh uh, uh yeah. ch- chancellor in germany right and i was like yeah i mean not really and then they're like well you know he's he's better than he's better than the alternative and i was just like this just like i could feel the conversation going this america brained routine of like yeah, yeah. it's like talk, talk, saying hillary's like well you know better than the alternative and i was yeah. just like i want to i want to aussteigen i want to <laughs> i want I, I know i make fun of that but i want to, i want to walk off I want to walk out of this room like Don Draper. Go on a bender. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that is the that's like uh, uh, better than the alternative. It was like actually no, for the most of the election, he was trying to convince us he was the exact same yeah, as the yeah, 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 exactly. I want. I just. I do not want to engage with this. I feel you. I feel your hook getting into me, and that's the thing. So I, I've gone through this NPC like text tree before. <laughs> like, I forgot to say while playing this visual novel, and now I'm just doing the same text. <laughs> Over and over do again. we so do we talk about lewokism or did you uh, no, no we haven't I, I think that's we can uh, uh we're at we're at 15 minutes here i Ooh. think we can end it on that Ooh, because flying. It, because <laughs> another thing about the dark lubega arc is uh um this is also the year of france at least mm-hmm. up until like march when we stop caring <laughs> after the election happens Wait, march before the election happens did you mean may <laughs> is the election in may i think it's in march no the, the election's in april presidential election because they also have their stupid parliamentary election as well this year um, later I, no i just thought it was funny you were just gonna we were just gonna like cram for the french election and then before it even happens we're like eh, i'm kind of done with that yeah, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I'm tired. all right the first round is the presidential election is april 10th yeah runoff april 24th okay all right i sound corrected april then we stop caring <laughs> <laughs> on april 25th when we wake up in our airbnb or a friend's apartment or wherever we're staying in paris, in paris. Yeah. uh kieran in paris it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be great i'm gonna be there with a documentary crew it's gonna be yeah <laughs> i have so many making thoughts about in paris we'll have our own episode on this it's a um it's a dark show okay so wokeism what le wokeism le, excuse me i know i'm i'm doing wokeism by calling it wokeism uh exactly yeah. although we get into an interesting philosophical debate there because it's almost uh, do we is it wokeism is it is it still is, is it only wokeism if you call it le wokeism because it's like their their like fixation is their own kind of wokeism like I, they're I, they're woke about le wokeism <laughs> i hate this conversation <laughs> it's so obvious you're hungover <laughs> i hate this so like I think we have to call it le wokeism or whatever it is. Uh, 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 um, uh, uh, because this is just like a uniquely French project. Yeah. You, like you may think you know about the wokeisms or you've read your Der Spiegel article about woke haram or whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, but this is this is something new. This is the anti woke think tank of France. Um, cool. Which leads into just like. The, the fuck's going on in yeah. France kind of conversation. What's it called? It has like a has like a ridiculous name. I believe it's the Laboratory of Europe. Oh, is it no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a let me, it's let me, the Lubega Institute. Let me, let me for, pull that up. It's um God, So it's set up by the education minister. Set up by the education minister of It's uh, Laboratory of the Republic. There you go. Which is some real So that's the thing with this. They love with talking the about the Republic. They love fucking talking about the Republic. And on the one hand, I get it. 
if I were French, dude, I'd probably be a fucking Trotskyist. I'd be a fucking Trotskyist if I was French, dude. I'd be like, we, this unfinished project of Le Revolution, <laughs> we're going to fucking complete it. <laughs> we, you know, the fuck, it's, it's a dialectical process. There's only know? two ways. Have you ever heard have... of Babeuf? You know, <laughs> with their untapped potentials within our revolutionary project. Yeah. I know it's been on hold for counting here <laughs> 200 something years <laughs> 200 something but years. it's incomplete we and still we got this have the keys to finish it it's like people waiting for half-life 3 <laughs> it's, like, it's gonna happen any day, man. it's coming yeah, it's coming yeah. yeah that's the only way to live a sane existence in france yeah, exactly. it's like it's it's either you become a french trotskyist and you like hope that the the french revolution gets finished or you become like a hype beast in Marseille. Yeah. This is the only two existences <laughs> you can have. Uh, I'm creating a third one, which is I'm creating a a new. I know there's already like several splinter left parties, but I'm creating another left party, which oh, is Levokism yeah, Insoumise. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you, you won't stop us. So we, we <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally American. <laughs> And I'm running in French politics. You cannot stop me. It would be a, a hilarious because, like, some of them, like, much respect to them, like the postal worker. I think they have a different the the new anti capitalist party. I think it's not the postal worker guy running again, or maybe it is. Hmm. But like, you know, they get two percent or whatever. I would love <laughs> to be like an asshole American running on the woke platform, and I get like one percent in Paris. <laughs> I get I get votes from like uh, like retirees in, in, in Bordeaux. <laughs> And somehow, like, sweep, sweep the parliamentary elections. <laughs> you pick up a few mayors. Sure, sure. I would love to, yeah. I'd, I'd love to be mayor of, like, a small town in, like, a wine wine region of France. <laughs> like, a, like a Clint Eastwood style. You know, Clint Eastwood was mayor of some bullshit California town full oh, of rich people. Wow. Yeah, I would be that. I would yeah, be the Clint Eastwood of, of Like a glorified of homeowners association. Yeah. <laughs> like, he ran on, like, being a... I, I might be messing this up, but I'm pretty sure he like ran on being like against like wheelchair ramps or some bullshit. Like, <laughs> we don't want that. It. Seems like like I should star in more movies that allow me to say slurs. It's like the Clint Eastwood platform. Um, uh, God damn it! Yeah. So this this new think tank, uh, uh, the anti woke think tank, and woke specifically means something in France, which is, um, basically. Being against criticism of France if you use English terminology. I was like, mm. the, that seems like the, the bare bones of it. Because the education minister is literally talking like the reason he decided to make this think tank. He's quoted as saying like, I saw, I saw a, um, graffiti in a college campus that included the, word, the term TERF. <laughs> trans exclusionary <laughs> radical fr- feminist and it was like that is not french uh-huh. if he had said the like french direct translation of trans exclusionary <laughs> radical feminist that would apparently been fine yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> but sure, like, why not? this is where i take my stand <laughs> um all right check this out yeah. that sucks but mm. if they went whole hog if they committed yeah because the french government we, we haven't really talked about it on the show but like is there some weird like new like tripolar world they want to set up a new french sphere of influence Gaulism, yes yeah yeah we're, we're fucking doing it if they believed in domino theory but for wokeism <laughs> like if they instead of vietnam <laughs> if they sent troops into oberlin college doing, like if operation the, condor in west if africa the french sent troops into <laughs> Ber- honestly berlin yeah president macron god emperor if you're listening to this but no, this we is... need we need the sons and daughters of the republic to come in 
<laughs> and defend like, Berlin from the scourge, <laughs> the, the fucking mass of white walkers of, of Americans in Berlin doing wokeism. No, because it would just, it would just result in everyone just like being shot for stating their pronouns. <laughs> like, that's what it's going to become. <laughs> I just, you know, if you're going to do it, you should might as well commit. Is, 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 yeah, all, is all I'm saying. Where, where's your, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dark Lubega arc. Yeah. I'm, I'm just showing up. <laughs> like, the Washington Post is saying there's like a stay behind Operation Ukraine. Where's your like stay behind in Berkeley? Yeah, we need, <laughs> yeah, we, we need a French stay behind. <laughs> French stay behind in Berkeley. <laughs> just sweet, uh, normal Californian girl. <laughs> But the French day in Berkeley would just like they wouldn't they would just complain on Tucker Carlson about how like the DA isn't prosecuting shoplifting anymore. <laughs> like it's because of wokeism. Like I'm here with regular American citizen John yeah. Pierre Garteau. <laughs> Tucker Carlson was just that confused look on his face. Uh, no, but the wokeism I feel like all right. All jokes aside, mm-hmm. it feels like bullshit. Because as I was as I was mentioning before, it's the flip side of the same thing. Like you hate wokeism, meaning it becomes that you're more woke about wokeism than the other people, and it just feels like everyone. Like a lot of times in these articles, like there's the obligatory whether it's the BBC or whatever articles reporting, and it's like France has a different has a culture of colorblindness according to the Republican values of the blah blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah. Like it's same thing every time, and I mean it's true to some degree. That is the official narrative. That's a big part of French history and culture, but. Official narratives, political narratives, cultural forces are more and more hollow in general across the world. Like voter turnout's decreasing in France. Like this project, whether it's wokeism or not wokeism or whatever bullshit it is, more and more people are just not even engaging in the project. Like, all right, you're fighting over the like, what is the what is the rhetoric of the French of the professional political movement, mm. of the French nation? And that's just like fewer and that's just like a shrinking pie that you're fighting over, right? Like, I there's absolutely some degrees to which like wokeism, whatever, is like the new language of the new phase of capitalism in the same way that the student movements of the 60s inaugurated the neoliberalism. Absolutely elements of that. But when you point that out, you have to also acknowledge like if you turn that into like this is the greatest uh, danger taking things over, you're you're falling like you're falling for your own trap or you're getting high on your own supply yeah huffing your own farts i don't oh, know the right analogy because it's like no the point is that this is like a shrinking pie of things that people care about and mm. the like again the force which is undermining all this isn't some articulate left-wing alternative it's just like bizarre nonsense of yeah. like just conspiracy theories and whatever and it's not like you know if you take one side on the wokeism or not wokeism it's you you're getting bogged down in this like yeah professional class discussion and um management or uh crafting of what you know professional politics is but i don't know i think it's like so the way i kind of like first reacted to it was just like a lot of like macron's tricks getting very old or like mm. transparent like it, it, i i agree with you that this is becoming just like more farcical and you're fighting over like scraps at this point but it was very like Far like far gone is the like era of us thinking of Macron as this like massive liberal savior, mm-hmm. and like now it's just getting even more transparent of just like right. Remember this like popular movement, like because one of the things they were like opposing is Black Lives Matter. Remember right. this thing that was like 
like one of the closest things there has been to a popular revolution in the United States in yep. like in a very long period of time. Yep, an insurrection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're opposing that, but for like cool liberal reasons, mm-hmm. which is that we're colorblind here in France, yeah. and we we like it's literally just like an entire country trying to claim that they don't see race. Yep, and then yep. The, it's it's complete bullshit. Like every mm-hmm. activist on the ground in France knows that's complete bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, whenever a private organization, because it has to be a private organization, like measures like the impacts of like tragedies or French society or French laws on like ethnic and sexual minorities, it's just like oh, they're being like persecuted as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, um, this like French color blindness doesn't work. And like, like you're you're right. There is like a, a there's a narrative component to this, but there mm-hmm. is actually also like a material thing, which is a French law is not allowed. Uh, um, basically acknowledge subdivisions of the french people right which means that like you can't what's the american thing of just like what's that program that gets like minorities into college affirmative action affirmative action yeah you can't do that like you just like you can't like we can talk about how useless that effectively is or like whether we even want the goals of that or whatever but like you can't even do that in france Mm -hmm. everything has to be universal and they don't acknowledge that I don't know. There, there was massacres of Algerians by the police in the sixties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, starting from like a lot of people in France are starting from a very bad position, and the subdivision doesn't work. And like, it, it's far school. One of the examples I was telling you about before we recorded is the like whole anti like veil head covering law they have in France, which is like, oh no, it's universal, applies to everyone. If you're wearing like a a blacked out motorcycle helmet. This also applies to you. And then, like, cue footage of, like, police tackling a middle-aged Algerian woman to the ground and, like, a guy in the blacked-out motorcycle helmet just walk past, yeah, yeah. be asked politely to remove, and he's like, oh, sorry, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> a guy walking by in a full Ent costume from the Lord of the Rings convention. They're like, I'm sir, sir there's no face coverings. And he's like, the, blo- it's to the convention center is three blocks away. And they're like, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> go <laughs> go right ahead. French police <laughs> Canadian French okay, police. Okay there, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do accents. <laughs> the Quebecois. <laughs> oh, God. But like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a whole lot of bullshit. Yeah, no, exactly. And the question, like, all completely true, everything you said. Yeah. And it's like, to what degree are those things rooted in any kind of political in the sense of electoral politics in the sense of political, you know, constrained in what we think of as politics. Is there any, are there any, is there any circuitry between these two things, right? Can there be a popular movement, which, you know, uh, reverses the laws on banning hijabs or something like, is there, what's there, you know? And that's a, that's an open question, you know? And, Something I it's, it's, <laughs> there's something I mean, yeah, it's it's everyone's aware self reflective people are aware of you know the limitations of like, oh, this is a American concept, but like, you know, it's still um there's still similar dynamics between France and the United States as you know, we all live under capitalism, France is yeah. colonial power and all these things. And people are perfectly capable of sorting through those contradictions and, and working on them. But the um uh, the ruling narrative is very happy with pointing it out, dusting off their hands, yeah. and then being like, well, guess there's nothing you can do. <laughs> they are not showing up, but we're showing up. We're sh- we're not, we're not, I'm just showing up. <laughs> we're, not, not, we're present. We're present. <laughs> I'm here. Here. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's um, in Ireland. We had to say "ansha." <laughs> we had to say "here." Ask Wilga in Irish. You have to what? When they when they did roll call in Ireland, uh-huh. you have to say "here" in Irish. Ah, ansha, ansha, ansha. Yeah. All right, ansha, ansha. <laughs> that's that's. There's something. There's something poetic in that. We're saying we're here in Irish. <laughs> we're decolonizing. We're being decolonizing present. being present. It's true. They're trying to colonize being present. They're, we're 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 decolonizing. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a Ukrainian stay behind operation now, but we're also here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell we're that's podcasting all, about that's it. That's all you can ask for. The political narratives are torn to shreds. We can't even. We're not. We can't. We're not. We can't even talk. People are talking all sorts of bullshit. All you can ask is to just just be there. Yeah, just show up. You know, we're just we're here. I we're I, looking around. We can all we can do is record a podcast and say that we hope Lewokism like I don't know pants Macron or gives him a swirly <laughs> or whatever we, you think is going to happen. Oh, we hope to the 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 intra ruling class battle between Macron and Lewokism <laughs> reveals some rifts that we might be able to take advantage of. Like but throw a otherwise, my wokeism is not is not your wokeism. So I'm woke about all sorts of things that macron has never even heard of like this is just what, like we, i like i burst out laughing about the whole like uh zemmour complaining about people not using the subjunctive oh yeah yeah it's uh, just yeah, yeah yeah exactly it's that it's that because they're literally complaining about like the possibility of a gender neutral pronoun in french not using the subjunctive is woke yeah, that's woke sure all right uh yeah yep yeah, grammar, grammar Nazi police, Gra- grammar secret police. Yeah, now that's now that's something. So, in short, despite what the people of Ukraine and Russia think, we are going to war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the war, some would say, has been going on all around us all this time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a brave new world. The uh, um, the missiles are heading uh, to the small ukrainian town of klandathu um so it'll be it's all it's all good it's all gonna happen yep (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna uh the the forces of swag (laughs) being of osha osha how do i say it ansha ansha fuck Ansha sounds like a like a like another Irish '90s singer that I just didn't <laughs> I like didn't Enya. hear about. It was really popular in Europe, just didn't, didn't really make it over to the U.S. Ansha. Yeah, Enya's actually spelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, forces of swag of Ansha of Aussteigen of just yeah, we're just you know we're we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything we talked about this episode, uh, we promise by the end of the year we'll have we'll 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 listen back and we'll come up with some solutions. New Year's resolution: the forces, uh, uh, the, yeah, the, our, the contradictions of of capitalism in Europe are just going to become so farcical that you know you don't even have to have your own reply to its farce. You yeah. can just you got your own you got your own presence, baby. Exactly. So just uh, uh, our news. The Cornish Beatty New Year's resolution, um, we're going to ease tensions between NATO and Russia. Um, we are going to make a genuinely inclusive France and yep. stop it from becoming fascist. Yep. Sixth Republic. Very away. likely. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's the thing, right? The, so the Sixth Republic is the is the following in the dream of just like, all right, this time, six, <laughs> time, <laughs> six, six times the charm. We got this. <laughs> just like... And, no, just like when, when you... Uh, um, when you're meant to be swapping turns with your brother on the PlayStation 1, but you just keep hitting the reset button on it and be like, no, that wasn't my turn. 
That wasn't really my turn. Yeah. I got, I it, got might, it might not be a republic. It might be a. It might be. <laughs> it might be. Well, the king's d- back. Deterritorialized swag. You know, it might <laughs> Turn be France into a giant DMZ. <laughs> we don't know, uh, but you know, whatever it is, we'll be here for it. Yeah, and on a, a, a on a sincere note, this is us entering into our third year of Ooh. the podcast, yep. and thank you so much for everyone who supported us, despite like all the fuck-ups and schedule and corona making this kind of a weird time yeah uh um we're here to let you know that we're still your number one european podcast in english um and we're only secretly funded by the austro-hungarian empire uh um Mm -hmm. we can we're going to start selling that like double-headed eagle children's book that that one (laughs) posting Habsburg made uh um I'm going to give that out. I think you might sue us if we gave that as like a Patreon reward. If we just like bought that for people. Come on. If we got sued by Habsburg, that'd be pretty funny. That would. Uh, yeah, that's, that's our publicity stunt. We're getting sued by the Habsburgs. Um, yeah. And yeah, I can't. My brain is too slow to say anything sincere, but yeah. Um, Thanks for supporting us. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. It's been, it's been wonderful. We'll uh, we'll do more. We'll do more cyberpunk. We'll do more of the nice things you like. We'll start streaming properly again. And uh, I love you. Yeah, there I'm, we go. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna end with that. I'm gonna be. <laughs> what sober. are you gonna do? All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. Rob is faded. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep. Buzz talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So what can I do? I really bad you, my lord. To me, learning is just like a sport. Anything fine, it's all good. Let me jump in, please in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of what I see, a little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long, a little bit of Jessica, here I am, a little bit of you makes me your man. Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your hand to the sound. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right. One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long, a little bit of Jessica, here I am, a little bit of you makes me your man. Number five.
A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Number five. 